Welcome to the Atlantic Access Podcast. Now your host, Terry Parker. And thanks again, Jen. Welcome all to episode 123, featuring a name that became synonymous with great blues music throughout the East Coast early in the 2000s. The rumblings came from the Bathurst area. J.P. LeBlanc was jamming out some incredible blues guitar and was immediately touted as a musician who was mature beyond his years. Quickly recorded an album and the offers for touring came quickly right across Canada, parts of of Europe and all this happening before he was even out of high school. JP will tell us about his 15-year gap and what motivated him to get back into the studio and bang out some pretty amazing jams on his brand new album. It's called Late All Day. And to get it started, here's the tune Aberdeen. It's JP LeBlanc on Atlantic Access. Well, I was hoping Aberdeen She'd go back to New Orleans Well, I was hoping Aberdeen She'd go back
Atlantic Access this week, we're talking with J.P. LeBlanc and the album Late All Day we're featuring tracks from. That's his latest release, and we just heard the songs Get Ready in Aberdeen, and congratulations on the album. Thank you, sir. Uh, Fair to say it's been a long time coming. Yes, it's been a very long time, 15 years since the last one. That was due. What happened? Uh, well, you know, family came along, had a daughter and, you know, kind of put the guitar aside for a while. And then the pandemic hit and I just had this huge urge to uh, start playing again and writing. And that's really what uh, what started the whole thing. Um, you were once called a baby Stevie Ray Vaughan. I think the CBC coined you that, you know, back in the day. You were a bit of a phenomenon. There was something about how the 17-year-old kid from the Bathurst area would just do the Delta Blues like nobody's business. Yeah, I did. kind of got a little uh, tired doing the touring when I, I was probably like 2006. I was touring a lot. We did uh, Cross Canada, went to Europe, and my last big tour, I was gone like for two and a half months. And after that, I just kind of put the guitar away and I just, I don't know, it was just, I didn't feel it anymore. And, you know, the, the guitar was always there, you know, I, I would just like play around a bit, but, uh, but yeah, the, the blues bug uh, was kind of gone for a while. And then, yeah, I was, I was playing the local brewery, microbrewery in Bathurst just before the pandemic. It was like doing monthly gigs there to get out of the house and uh, it was lots of fun. But uh, now I decided to go all in. And I'm having lots of fun doing it. Sounds like it. Uh, Like your guitar playing is still quite stellar. I was touring with some great musicians, uh, with uh, Ron Dupree, who's uh, the uh, drummer from uh, That's I Can't Think, and Glamour Puss, and he was just a beast on the road. Like, he could just go on and on. And I was like, holy geez, I guess that's what you really have to be to make it long-term in this industry. And I'm more of a homebody type of guy, but that part of my life, early 20s, and starting a new family, and and I had other projects too. I just finished university, and so I started a job. Yeah, that was kind of my thing. And this one, uh, the logistics were pretty difficult, you know, in the the heart of the pandemic, trying to get lineup uh, musicians. But uh, we were really lucky. I had a good friend of mine who uh, Muck uh, Doucet, he's playing He plays the bass on it, and he played with Joe Murphy in Halifax for 15 years. And that's when I approached Joe to see if he was interested to play on the album. And Joe. You know, he's been, you know, around in the blues scene for so long. Uh, He played with John Lee Hooker and, you know, met Muddy Waters and all those guys. Oh, he's a a legend right here. Oh, yeah, he's a Canadian blues legend. So as soon as I call him up, say, look, I'm trying to do, you know, an album. I'm not sure how things are going to work out with logistic-wise, but I just want to get started. And he was like, yep, let's do it. So we went to, we recorded a portion here in Bathurst, and then we went to uh, do a, 12-hour marathon session uh, in Halifax to get him on board. So, yeah, we were so lucky. And that was mid-November. And just before, I think it was a day before the Atlantic bubble uh, was terminated. Uh, So we were just so lucky. He played on every song. Only one he didn't play. And the thing is, he was supposed to. We were really tired at that point, and we decided to to do the last track. And I had no energy left, and so so that one we actually had to record in Tulsa, and we couldn't go back to Nova Scotia to do it because I mean the uh, mm. yeah the bubble had uh, stopped, so we had to do that one alone here. But yeah, I mean the concept was to have him on all the tracks. Late all day is the title of the album. Yeah, and that's the one that uh, <laughs> that we couldn't 
finished oh. in Halifax. So yeah, that's the one that started the whole project. Late all day. And here it is. It's a title from J.P. LeBlanc's uh, new album, and it's on Atlantic Access. I'll be dead in the morning. I'll be late all day.
Access. We're speaking with J.P. LeBlanc and hearing music from his uh, brand new album called Late All Day and one of my favorites on the album, High Heeled Sneakers. Love that one. Yeah, that's uh, one of the few covers we did. Uh, that's a song by Tommy Tucker. And yeah, I used to play that one uh, in that microbrewery in Bathurst. I always had fun doing that one. You were out of province just recently doing a couple of shows in Montreal. How did that feel? Uh, it, it felt awesome. It was so fun to, uh, well, not just leave the province, but to, even the road trip, I was so excited just packing the gear and my wife came with me and we had, uh, we, and yeah, I had the chance to uh, play with Jamie Lee, who uh, was on the uh, the equivalent to The Voice, La Voix in Quebec. And she, we had, uh, I actually went on stage to rap. We did Old Town Road, oh, way. which oh. was a curveball for me. Uh, I mean, I only knew a couple of days in advance that uh, we were going to do it. So I was like, okay, I don't, I, I'm not a rapper. Like I can't. So I just kind of learn a few verse. And I told the organizers, I said, you know what, this is going to sound blues no matter what. If I'm going to be playing on it, I'm going to blues it up. So it was really cool. And then um, I actually had to show a solo show the next day uh, by myself. And that was something that I'm not used to do but it actually felt really good just to um be on stage uh, again you know and this, to get those really intimate shows done and yeah i'm just enjoying the ride for now right? <laughs> well right on so, a, a new album will do that right all of a sudden they get a lot of attention on jp here uh, yeah so yeah i mean this time i mean I, I mean i'm 36 years old and when i you know in my early 20s when talk about touring for me it was it was more not a job but you don't really appreciate it all that much uh you know going to france and mm-hmm. playing blues festivals over there and but it's just like okay you're just part of that routine or, or whatever it is but this time i'm like appreciating mm. so much more it's so like much. you know at some point and not to this in future those types of shows and tours will be there again for you how would you feel about that well this is the whole plan i'm uh, and even right now i'm discussing with festivals in, in europe uh, but it's all, uh, the logistics. I'm really hoping to have my uh, my daughter to come with me this time and actually, you know, be a part of it and seeing me, you know, play the blues on stage. So for sure, this will be a different experience. And you know, yeah. show her how to swing a tambourine or something, so she can maybe join you on one or two tunes. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, she'll be part of the band. Yeah. I gotta put her in, plug her in somehow. After 15 years, there must have been like a whole encyclopedia of song ideas that you had to start with. How did you whittle all that down? Good question. Uh, that was uh, kind of a struggle to, cause, you know, I sing in French as well, and I have a whole bunch of songs in French, and I was debating. This time I just felt like I want to do this in English. Then I had, you know, some other songs. Even during the 
the recording, I was still writing some songs. So, so there were some like Mama I'm Tired was written probably at the end stage of the recording. That too was a re- really fun experience. So Mama I'm Tired is a song that we have pegged here to do next, actually. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it's good timing, man. It's really. You have a website or someplace where people can go check you out and maybe order some music? It's available on all the streaming platforms. I'm doing a, a launch in Moncton at the Centre Culturel in, in Dieppe on uh, December 3rd. I might get some CDs made for that, but right now you can listen to it uh, free. JP, this has been a real, a real treat talking to you. It's great to hear you so upbeat. Thanks a lot for this. Hey, appreciate it, Terry. Thanks. This is Mama I'm Tired from JP LeBlanc and his new album Late All Day on Atlantic Access. <laughs>
J.P. LeBlanc, Atlantic Access, and got it figured out from his latest album, Late All Day. The Atlantic Access podcast, a weekly presentation of Entertainment Plus Mobile DJ and Media Relations in Moncton. See entertainmentplus.ca. I'm Terry. This week's bonus track is from Jacqueline Reinhardt, another recording artist that we haven't heard from a whole lot in a while. She's been honing her craft, and she's finally ready to release a new EP. Watch for Sleeping with Ghosts, coming soon. And from it, the debut single slash official music video, Check out Rear View. This is Jacqueline Reinhardt on Atlantic Access.
a new show each week. Follow the Atlantic Access podcast with Terry Parker and like our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Atlantic Access. Access always spelled with an X.